Good evening. San Francisco. We're coming to you live from Edinburgh. Scotland. <laughs> That's that. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm Tom. And I'm Alberto. And this is Pardon Me Butler. Haha, I stole it this time. Ah, oh, I is always it? do the but intro. Yeah, yeah, so what is this a show about, though? It's about nothing. Oh, come on, you meant to introduce a... Oh, this specific episode. You see, this is why I don't do the intros. Oh, okay. I dealt this... you a tough hand there. You know, you know, adapt. You say you do improv, but do you really? Clearly not. <laughs> well, today's episode uh, is about the pancreas, and this is the final installment in our glandular series. Yeah. Called Glandables for Mandibles. <laughs> a gland series only for people that eat with uh, jaws that have two separate components. So, sorry if you're a squid. Actually, I don't know if squids have, have mouths. Um... I don't know. How if yeah, you're a, su- if you're a sucker fish, this show does not apply to you because you don't have a mandible. You sucker fish. <laughs> so we've returned back to our wonderful National Institutes of Slash for Health website, which is the leading US uh, authority on all things health that are institutional. And right away we can tell that it's a very professional website yet again coming through three for three because right away it makes it very clear that how much you eat alters more than your waistline it also alters how much other people want to be around you <laughs> exactly Especially there's a correlation you your mouth yeah and so it actually also affects your body's organs and that starts with the pancreas that's right so you would think uh, how much i eat is going to affect you know any other part of your body first, like I don't know your Pe- acne and, or yeah, and people say that you know it's noticeable in the face first when you start putting on weight. So, yeah. but no, it starts with the pancreas, the oh, yeah. hidden, the hidden, um, I don't know, fat or slim indicator. Exactly. So you know maybe what everyone has been missing this whole time is they're focusing on the wrong thing instead of focusing on these crazy diets. You just need to do some good old pancreas exercises, which if you subscribe to uh, <laughs> yeah, we're to our Patreon. <laughs> and our OnlyFans. Yes, mainly the OnlyFans. This is where we get real up in close with the pancreas. Yeah, watch me um, <laughs> affect Tom's pancreas. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're just going to roll with it. We're just going to roll with it. going to really help care. me grow that particular organ i'm in a happy relationship that isn't with tom just want to be really clear about that okay so i've clearly got the wrong idea okay he's disappointed now great i really am i've been doing all of these podcasts for nothing i was grooming you (laughs) and here i was just thinking you want to learn more about my glands no just your pancreas actually ah well with each bite your pancreas actually has to release enough digestive juices and hormones for you to benefit from the food that you eat. Every bite. No wonder my parents made me count to 100 when I was younger with every fork full of food. Yeah, no wonder that all of these people, like, you know, count their calories. Yeah. I mean, clearly it works to great effect. Have you seen how slim some people get? Count those bites, everybody. Yeah. Count those bites. But, you know, putting too much stress on your pancreas, though, either through too much eating, drinking, or smoking. Which really, that is called the golden trio, right? I believe. Of happiness, yeah. Yes, of yeah. happiness. It can cause serious health issues. I mean, that would just put stress on any part of the body, wouldn't it? Like, mm. 
oh, I'm going to eat like four turkeys a day, like, I don't know, Queen Victoria, drink a tankard of beer per hour and smoke, you know, 20 cigs a day. Underrated in all of this is that just completely screws up your mouth. It'll smell bad. You know, bad breath, your teeth will be all grimy. Yeah, I don't care about my pancreas. I want a nice, beautiful mouth and face. Exactly. The pancreas can be dead for all I care. Yeah, because the pancreas, well, we've got this lovely diagram here, again, courtesy of the NIH website. I really wish we could show it to you. It is... It's fantastic to discuss images in an audio format, of course. Yeah. Um, but the pancreas lies behind your stomach. And it is Why surrounded is it by all sorts. Does it's it have like, like some kind of like trust issue? I mean, so like the stomach is like a cover story for the pancreas. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Pancreas is always like skipping school, mm. but it's like, oh no, stomach, stomach made me. And so it's surrounded by so like these following Gamed organs up. are like the mm. cronies, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So surrounded by the intestines, the liver, and. Well, I believe we have a crossover here, Alberto. Crossover episode. Ding, 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 ding. Gallbladder. <laughs> so if you're wondering where do golf balls come from, listen to our previous episode where we answer that question. Mm. Although we also answer the question in the title of the episode, so you wouldn't really have to listen. But you should, because every time you listen, you help boost our um, pancreatic enzymes. Exactly. If that's a thing. A lot of hormones get released every time. Mm-hmm. So these uh, these organs basically all surround the pancreas, preventing it from escape. It's really the most landlocked organ mm. in your organ sac. Really is. Yeah. Like if you were doing like you know a kind of Hannibal Lecter extraction of organs for like you just your dinner, I suppose that would be half. That's got to be quite the rarity, right? The delicacy, the pancreas, because there's oh, a lot of stuff to go through to get there. I think, yeah, I, would would the ordinary person even know what the pancreas is? Like, hypothetical Honest, scenario, yeah. your friend, I don't know, they have to save you by identifying your pancreas. <laughs> 95 times out of 100 that you are in this near-death scenario, you'll straight up die. I can imagine it is like a real-life game of operation. Yeah. But, so, fun fact from Tom's past. So, in our year 10 um, class for, like, triple science that we did as the GCSE in the biology one, basically the one thing that I remember was that the pancreas makes insulin. And everyone in that class would remember it because our teacher, Mr. Castle, was very, very adamant about this. He'd just drop it into conversation. He'd just be like, what does the pancreas do? We'd be like, it makes insulin. And for mm. some reason, that just really stuck. To be honest, that if you were to ask me mm. from my schooling, what do I remember about the pancreas? I would go, yeah, it makes insulin. Yeah. And if you're like uh, diabetic, it's because your pancreas doesn't make the right amount of insulin. I assume too little, but maybe it's too much. I'm not sure. Mm. Well, other than insulin, the pancreas... Oh, pro- it does produce enzymes. Yeah. It produces oh, nice. a variety of enzymes to help break down the carbs, the proteins, and fats in your diet. So basically everything in your diet. Yes, exactly. It's like, you know, um, I know my ratio is about 90 on the fats. And <laughs> what, if you're, what if you consume a mostly blood diet? I'm asking for some Northwestern um, vampires. Ah, oh, yes. Are they the ones that came around the other? No. They're the shiny ones. The shiny ones. Ah, of course, yes. I think I saw them in a film the other day. Ah, uh, yeah. How's it like? So... 
because if you're eating, uh, your pancreas is is diet, breaking down carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Mm. I mean, blood isn't that like well, plasma? Well, and... if they're in the northwest, pretty sure they're getting the fats in there just fine. You know. Oh, sorry, northwest. See, I'm thinking America, like Seattle. Oh. You're thinking England, which is uh, very incomparable types of places that's a fair point fair point same amount of rain though um (laughs) that is true that is true it's actually a fact don't don't bother googling this it's real Mm. the northwestern part of the country is usually uh the one with the most rainfall exactly don't google it it's true Mm, i mean like paul paris that's like northwestern isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah ish yeah 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 (laughs) yeah it's it's 100 true I completely agree. If so Vatican City, one side is always getting flooded. It really is. Mm. That's and and also like Saudi Arabia, that <sighs> northwestern part. No one goes there because it's t- always raining. Yeah, who wants to be there? Like you know, they like it being dry, of course. Yeah, look how many clothes they wear. Imagine if I that know. got wet. Yeah. You think, you think it's upsetting when you get like wet wearing like a pair of shorts? Mm. Imagine you're wearing like forty meters of fabric. Yeah. You don't want that getting wet. The smell would linger for days. Exactly. So, there you go. If you ever need some uh, quick rainfall northwest of a country. Yeah. Returning to C- the Certified fact. So, it breaks all of those uh, carbs, proteins, and fats into smaller elements that are more easily used for energy, says Dr. Donna Anderson. That name looks really familiar. It does. Was she the one? Well, it says a pancreatic specialist at the NIH, but I thought this was the person from the gallbladder. Yeah. Yeah, the name's... Hang on a second. Maybe this NIH website... There's no doctors that actually work at this institute. So they just got a Dr. Donna Anderson, Mm. and then they just go, comma, a blank specialist... And they just change it out with whatever the article is. I mean, are you really going to go research who she is? No. We, yeah, I wouldn't, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah, now that makes this sense. could be uncovering a conspiracy. This, what if actually this is just, you know, a Trump website that is meant to mm. uh, disseminate mistrust and like fault. Oh, but, but it did say that like, you should have, watch how much you eat. Oh, okay, so it can't be can't a Trump, be Trump one. Yeah, no. In here, there'd probably be several ads for KFC. Oh, I was going to um, say, if, is there a line down there about uh, 11 herbs and spices? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so what, what, what else does the pancreas do in here? I'll well, besides that. producing insulin, yeah, yeah, which I guess is a type of enzyme, um, it also produces specialized hormones that travel through the blood and help regulate a variety of body functions. Again, no indication. No, of just these nice body functions. Yeah, no. Uh, so, unfortunately, America's a bit behind on the medical research, so they don't quite know yeah, yet, it seems. Right, guys. Oh, but I, I see the next sentence in this article. If I ever learn to read ahead, you know. <laughs> go on. Yeah. So, insulin is actually a hormone, not ah. an enzyme. There you go. Well, it was a 50-50 guess. So insulin controls how much sugar, a.k.a. glucose, although mm-hmm. also like sucrose, fructose, dextrose, 
maltose. All the toses, yes. Those are all basically types of uh, sugar as well, just, mm. I guess, more complex. Yeah. So insulin controls how much is actually, you know, of all the, all the sweet, tasty stuff that makes life worth living, it's taken up by your body cells. Mm. And if those insulin-producing cells in the pancreas are damaged, you might get the dreaded diabetes. Diabetes indeed, and it's type 2 diabetes occurs when the pancreas can't produce enough insulin to handle the sugar in your blood. And ob- obesity just worsens this type 2 diabetes. I've definitely heard that, that yeah. obesity, straight ticket um, for type 2 diabetes. Obviously, there's other ways to get it as well. I assume there's genetic predisposition of some kind. Yeah, I know probably, you can get probably. type 1 diabetes when you're born with it. Um, but none of this information is here on this page. Well, thus far. So yes. clearly we know more than the NIH. I, I agree. And then this this same Dr. Anderson is now now saying in this next section that the obesity just makes your body less sensitive to insulin. Mm. So it's like, it's just taking more of it to achieve the same metabolic work, right? And that's just more and more stress on the pancreas, it turns out. So just losing five or 10 pounds can help the pancreas to work more efficiently. I don't know how losing money helps with the pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took me a second there. It took me a second there. Yeah. How does how does losing five or ten pounds, pounds sterling yeah. help your Oh, it's because your pancreas goes, ah oh, shit, like, you know, we're running out of money now. We better we better work harder. Ah, or running out of money, let's just shorten their lifespan so they can enjoy their money just yeah, much. Yeah. The pancreas is in a very twisted way trying to look out for you. You know, that's the thing. The pancreas is surrounded by all those other organs. And we were thinking it's a victim because it's lying, right? It lies behind yeah. the stomach. But actually, what if the pancreas is sort of the mastermind? I mean, literally, as soon as you, you know, didn't, didn't say at the top, any, anything, anytime you take a bite, it starts working, right? Yeah. And it's conspiring, man. And then there was something at the very top, Tom, wasn't there? Something about yes. oh, how much you eat alters more than your waistline. Everything in your body's affected, starting with the pancreas. I think whatever ancient peoples thought that the pancreas was the actual brain, totally 100% right. Yes. That's kind of blown my mind, man. The pancreas is just like, as soon as we eat, it's like, it's my time to shine. Time to control everything. Yeah, so it's the wheels of motion. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be climate change. It's not going to be another asteroid or horrible, uh, you know, life-ending event. It's just going to be the pancreas deciding to to screw us all over. Classic pancreas. Goddamn pancreas. Pancreas, maybe? Um... So, apparently high levels of fat in the blood can also lead to inflammation of the pancreas. Or, here's this key word, this wonderful word that we all love, pancreatitis. Wait, oh wait, what? Pancreatitis. Pancreatitis. I thought it was pancreatitis, not pancreatitis. Maybe the American spelling adds extra letters, or we always had it wrong. I think I always had it wrong. Probably is more more accurate that you you had it wrong. 
Yeah, I think so. Given your extensive medical education of <laughs> reading progress. articles on this website. In progress. <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, you don't want an inflamed pancreas. Not at all. And it can be either chronic or acute mm. or, or an ugly. You definitely don't want an ugly pancreas. You can have a good, a bad, or an ugly, or a cute. <laughs> um, but with the chronic version, this inflammation just does not heal, and it gets worse over time, and eventually it can lead to permanent damage. Don't know what this permanent damage necessarily is. I assume that's the lack of ability to produce insulin, and then the, the diabetes issue. But yeah. this is all conjecture. It's not laid out for us at all. I, I assume there's other kinds of also... Because the pancreas makes so many different things besides just insulin. Oh, yes. So surely, you know, it can affect other mm. types of enzymes and hormones in your body. That's a very good point. But there's also a little more on the uh, the cute, playful pancreatitis. Mm, acute. Yeah, it's very cute. Do you want to tell us about that, Alberto? Oh, sure. It occurs suddenly and is very painful. Ah, but it usually results like, uh, in like all my days. interactions with anything cute. Oh, <laughs> Tom. Hey. No, there was a cat once that liked you. I mean, oh. it, was, it was blind, but it, it still liked you. Yeah, I hold on to that man. Yeah, until I... they forced it back out of your arms. Oh, till they like zapped me to let go of it. Classic. That was the painful part. Just the zapping, not the emotional horror. I'm still going through that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, returning to the pancreas. In severe cases, bleeding and permanent tissue damage may occur. Ooh. Please don't get acute pancreatitis. Like, yeah. I don't know how you get it. Oh, here are the causes. Golf stones. Again. Uh, golf stones? Golf. Golf stones. Four. So, you know, watch out, right? Yeah. Four. Golf stones. And heavy alcohol use, so. Um, oh, my. The, the sort of obvious yeah. factors, as always, it's like, did you know if you fill your body with tons of toxins regularly, you will have painful, severe, and lasting consequences? People are like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> it's amazing we've gotten yeah. as far as a species, honestly. Honestly. And again, this, this link into golf stones is... Mm -hmm listeners may recall which was very much like you know the the gruesome capitalism to do with golf scottish world control exactly and then right there with heavy alcohol use you can kind of see maybe why they, their whole plans could have backfired on the scottish people. is this article taylor written based on our location i think oh my god that would be quite clever if it is mm -hmm. <laughs> it just includes the necessary warnings to help us Although that doesn't explain why it gave us an option to turn it into Spanish. No, that is definitely, definitely bizarre. Because I think there are maybe three total people who aren't white here, so... Maybe it was like, uh, you know, they're near each other in like the dictionary. Scottish, Spanish, they were like, oh, that's it's the a same guess. thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if this was written in, in Scottish, I think we'd have worse luck than trying to get through it in Spanish, to be honest. Yeah, honestly. So, well, there is a little note here on gallstones but of course you dear listeners do not need to be informed of that do you, you know, know everything about you know all of them mm -hmm. but uh genetic disorders of the pancreas and certain autoimmune disorders 
can also lead to pancreatitis. So you know, moving like past the gallstones, like there's other there's other causes as well. Basically, mysterious causes that just set on one day and then you're screwed. And you say mysterious because apparently in nearly half of the cases, the cause is just unknown. And it's a condition known as idiopathic pancreatitis. So I guess idio means like idiotic, like no one knows. I know there's a lot of behavior, just people in general at the minute that is idiopathic, it seems. I would certainly say that, you know, 45 to 98% of the things I see about human beings <laughs> in the news, in my daily life, etc., resembles a condition known as idiopathic pancreatitis. Completely agreed there. Pretty much the painful bleeding kind as well. <laughs> oh, God. Well, tracking your family's medical yeah. history can help you learn if you're at risk for pancreatic problems. And just tracking your family in general. Know where they are at all times. Exactly. Then you can reveal all the sort of misdeeds they're up to. And you can snitch on them. Snitches get stitches because they have pancreatic disease that needs to get cured. There you go. (laughs) But apparently, this is the doctor again saying that it's always a good idea to tell your doctor if there's a family history of this disease. So there we have it. The doctor... The, the so-called doctor asking you to reveal all your personal information to You mean to the them. corporate lobbyist for Big Pharma? Exactly. Don't tell your doctor anything. Yeah, Just well, pay them. even said to a doctor, it's very important information. So there you go, right there, trying to increase their own surplus of information and really put the balance in their favor. You know, to a podcaster, it's really important that you listen. Mm. So, you know, it may, it may not be true. Yeah. But to me, it, it's uh, very valid. Mm. Mm-hmm. to be fair if you made it this far into the episode you're probably still you know listening to other episodes so um yeah we applaud you right in the pancreas <laughs> but... knowledge of family health history is especially important for possible early detection of pancreatic cancer see i didn't even realize you could get that oh yeah well <laughs> that's how i think rbg died oh no pancreatic cancer or complications from it yeah i know she certainly had it in the past oh yeah a survivor right yeah for a while multiple cancer bouts even i think oh yeah i think you know they knocked her down but she got back up again until she Mm. decided now a month before the election i'm out but so what sucks about pancreatic cancer probably because it's surrounded by all these other organs there's no symptoms in its early stages. Yeah, exactly. Very well hidden. So it does. this article does say when caught early, it can be curable with surgery. But most people aren't diagnosed until a more advanced stage, so the chance for survival is low. And that makes sense because I've always wondered, why are all these people getting, you know, dying of pancreatic cancer? Mm. And, like, no one's detecting that. But to be fair, clearly this is uh, the, the silent killer. Clearly. And, as, and well, the NIH researchers are looking for new ways to detect pancreatic diseases early and predict who's most at risk. So, well, in a previous episode, we, we did offer up once-in-a-lifetime research opportunities for, for you, dear listener, to get involved in. We did. If, if they panned out, you can maybe be proactive and reach out to these researchers and offer yourself up again. Um, but if you're not really willing to go that far, 
you can just eat a healthy diet and limit your, limit your exposure to harmful substances like tobacco and alcohol to make sure you keep your pancreas and your entire digestive system working properly. Some nice solid advice there, I'd say, Mr. Pardo. Absolutely, Mr. Butler. And it wouldn't be a Pardon Me Butler episode about glands or health in general if we didn't mention some problematic symptoms you may be experiencing. Now, Tom, I say we list these off for our dear listeners, so make sure that they get themselves to a doctor or, you know, some other lobbyist for Big Pharma if they experience any of these symptoms. Shall we? I'll kick us off with abdominal pain. Nausea. Vomiting. Fever. Rapid pulse. Unexplained weight loss. <laughs> Diarrhea. And together, oily, oily stools. Now, if you've got any of those, maybe you're experiencing some of them at this very moment. <laughs> please call your doctor and tell them you may have a pancreas problem. And Tom has something else that he wants to cover, but apparently we're going to do it silently. <laughs> well, this just confused me because, again, dear listener, this is maybe a more anatomically correct uh, image of a pancreas, and it looks very much like a phallic symbol. Um, it really does. It's unfortunate. I'm glad we can spare you of this visual horror. We just wanted to cover slightly a bit more about diseases of the pancreas, specifically the acute and chronic variants of pancreatitis. So when you're looking at the acute pancreatitis, we mentioned abdominal pain. But again, looking at the different versions of it, ah. specifically upper abdominal pain, or abdominal pain that radiates to your back, or that just feels worse after eating. So interesting there, interesting. Mm. But then chronic that pain is just upper abdominal pain. Yeah. So if you're getting pain that radiates to your back or feels worse after eating, it's probably not chronic pancreatitis. So that's good. Yeah. And so as well in chronic, it's saying losing weight without trying that unexplained weight loss. Oh, I mean, that's my general. Oh my God. I just um, didn't even try. I just lost 10 pounds. That's my general exercise plan. You know, that's how I get the six pack. I just lose weight without trying. It's just natural at this point. I guess it's all that chronic pancreatitis. Yes. I think we should try saying the name for oily and smelly stools at the same time. We should. Let's, let's, uh, okay. I, I see it now. You ready, Tom? Yes, sir. All right. Steatoria oh, is what I was going to say. Steatoria? Wait, so diarrhea. Steatoria. Oh, I don't know. Steatoria? Steatoria. I, I really don't know. Point is, if, if you have a condition that's so difficult you can't even say it, it's probably a bit too late, to be honest. I think so as well. Um, well, dear listeners, I think that is enough of a depressing episode about the power of your pancreas and just how it is not only the all-controlling brain of the organ sac in the middle of your body but it's also potentially what's going to kill you like every good mastermind
Thanks for listening, everyone.